think that there's some other exceptions as well, and some of those are not not usable on a day-to-day basis, but information that has been de-identified. What do you mean by de-identified? I mean that the information cannot be connected back to the data subject. Okay, so that is basically when somebody's, um, when it's kind of crunched and made, made into, meta, I think it's called metadata, when they're just looking at groups of people, they're not looking at a particular person. So they would say um, that there are 53% females within that workplace, they're not identifying each female. Yeah, precisely right. And um, information that's also excluded from Poppy um, is information relating to historical, statistical research. I think also there is an exception when it comes to artistic uh, endeavors as well as the media. So we're not going to have a situation where people are able to say, oh, you can't process my personal information on the front page of a newspaper because my personal information needs to be protected. Uh, media houses are subject to certain regulations and certain codes of ethics, which means that they obviously have to make sure that they are protecting the privacy of people where it's appropriate and where it's not appropriate, where they are giving information and telling a story, uh, someone can't phone up the information regulator and say that you're going to take that journalist um, for some kind of a legal action uh, on the basis of uh, the Poppy Act. Yeah, and it's also, there's also an exemption for artistic and literary endeavours because as with many rights, and in this case the right to privacy, it must also be weighed against the right to freedom of expression. They're always balancing these kind of constitutional rights. And there's also exceptions when it comes to uh, the government, for example, gathering personal information. Uh, cabinet functions, they, uh, so the executive branch of the government are allowed to process personal information. And also when you are doing processing information on behalf of a law enforcement agency, uh, then, then you are entitled to gather that personal information and it's not going to be subject to the Puppy Act. Another term that we'll deal with is that of operator, which is quite important. Okay, can you just give us a, an example of an operator in relation to a responsible party and data subject? Okay, well, as we said, the responsible party is generally the collector of information, but the processing of that information can be outsourced to another business or entity. Um, and that business or entity is called an operator they work in term they work under the responsible party's instruction but they do not fall under the direct authority of the responsible party okay well i'll give you an example in within our law firm obviously we have a huge amount of information and we have to keep that documentation and that information for a certain period of time in, in terms of other statutes and that means that we have to store that information because we generate so much paper and because we have huge files, uh, often we have to have that stored elsewhere. Um, say, for example, at a storage unit. Because there's a lot of personal information that is stored elsewhere, we have to have an agreement with that operator. So, for example, a metro file. And we instruct them to look after our information and to store our information in a way that is compliant with the Poppy Act. Exactly right. Okay, and the, 
The thing that people must remember though is that Shepson and Wiley will always be responsible for that information. So if something goes wrong um, and that information is, there's a breach and there's a data leak uh, relating to that information, it'll be Shepson and Wiley or whichever company, Shepson and Wiley that would be responsible for any fine that might, um, that might eventuate from that. Hence they're called the responsible party and the other entity would be called the operator. And it's also important for people to remember that when you have an agreement with an operator, so when a responsible party reaches an agreement with an operator and is going to be paying that operator to look after personal information of data subjects, the responsible party has to take steps to audit whether that operator is going to be able to store that information in the correct way or um, process that information in the correct way. And do you have any idea how they would do that, Kate? I think the best way to do that would be one of two ways. One is you need to have a written agreement um, and they need to have policies in place that will ensure poppy compliance. And another is to take it one step further and to do a due diligence and have a look yourself. I think that that is something that is going to have to be done uh, as part of your puppy compliance project. If you have any agreements with operators, and it is mandatory in terms of the Puppy Act to reach agreement with these operators, you are going to have to physically go to the site or physically meet with the people that are going to be processing that information on your behalf and make sure that they're doing it in accordance with the Puppy Act. We really want to hear your queries, your comments, and we want to be able to assist you with the Puppy Compliance Project. We're looking forward to hearing from you.